The following program contains adult language and subject matter. Viewer discretion advised. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Average Joe Show, episode number 124. Glad you could join us again this week. I'm Corey Charette, and joining us is my friend, Mr. John Eddy. I said, John, I guess you had a birthday last week. How was it? Well, it was absolutely fabulous. Brady I'm Hendricks, gonna... how you doing, Brady? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> doing good, doing good, you know? All right, John, so how was your birthday last week? It would have been better had the kids not been both sick and fighting and yelling and screaming and crying. But hey, other than that, it was wonderful. <laughs> that's good. Don't give a shit. But that's good. No, I, <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> All right, guys, I guess we should get going on the stories. And Brady's got a story that pretty much 44 states in the union are excited to hear about. Yes. Uh, so this man who was a uh, he's the owner of a little team. I think you may have heard of it. The New England uh, Patriots, I think they're called. Um, yeah. So the Patriots owner, Robert Kraft, got charged with soliciting prostitution in a Florida spa. Um, he was charged with two counts of soliciting prostitution in connection with a Florida spa tied to an international human trafficking ring. Yay. I have no words. I, <laughs> I hate Robert Kraft. I hate Tom Brady. I hate Bill Belichick. If you can't tell, I'm a sports guy and I hate the Patriots. So congrats but, on your. Uh, I'm not a sports guy and I know you're supposed to hate the Patriots. So that's yes, good. Good on you. <laughs> but uh, so what? He, he had sex with a prostitute. Well, that was part of it. Obviously, he's got. Too much money he can do whatever he wants with anybody that's willing to take his money but apparently there was some human trafficking going on in that uh, that which, location which wasn't him no that we know of but <laughs> i don't think so he was the ringleader of the whole thing but <laughs> so my question is I, I like again i don't follow sports but i know that robert Kraft and tom brady kiss on the lips so if he were to get herpes from that stripper, would he then give it to Tom Brady and then? That is a great <laughs> scenario that I will bring up on my other podcast. I'm sure fantasy footballers will like to hear about you that. You are welcome. <laughs> Maybe in awards, but I don't know about herpes. I don't know exactly if they're kissing that far below, but. <laughs> well, you got to go deep in football, so. Oh. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, this is a big story. This, I mean, the moment it happened, the mm -hmm. entire the entire internet went like crazy because, like, oh yeah, sure. the Patriots. Of course, Super Bowl Fifty Three happens, and most of the country's like, oh, okay, whatever. Now it's like, holy shit, did you hear what happened? <laughs> <laughs> we love to hate. We love to hate. Well, I think sure. I think the funny thing is the fact that I suppose I guess there's like videotape or something of him there that they refuse to release, but. I have audio tape. Do you want to hear it? Oh, boy. <laughs> hey, baby. You got girlfriend, Vietnam? Not just this minute. Well, baby, me so horny. Me so horny. Me love you a long time. You party? Yeah, we might party. How much? $15? Fifteen dollars for both of us. No, it's you fifteen dollars. Me love you long time. Me so horny. 
Fifteen dollar to Buku. Five dollars each. Me sucky sucky. Me love you too much. Five dollars is all my mom allows me to spend. Okay, ten dollar each. What do we get for ten dollars? Everything you want. Everything. Everything. Barry, I had to commend you for your uh, commitment to that bit. Yeah, <laughs> so, I would say. Wow. <laughs> Come on, he likes Asian women, so I figured there had to be something out there. <laughs> wow, is that what you were on extra early for today? <laughs> yeah, it was, I spent all day looking for that on the web. Yeah, sure. Chewing up that one video. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, literally, I heard about this. as Oh, it's an, an Asian place. I'm like, okay, first thing I thought it was me so horny. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. So what? He 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 got He got a happy ending probably for what, 10 bucks? 15 bucks or however much it costs. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, he's kind of going broke in the national football league. So, gotta, but here's the thing though. I mean, people are like, Oh, he's going to, he's got to sell it. It's like, he can keep it as long as he wants. As long as the NFL doesn't say anything. Right. As far as I can tell, I've never seen a situation quite like this one before, but well, okay. I know in basketball with the, was it the Sonics or something with the guy who supposedly said the racial, comments and then the nba said you need to sell the team and forced them was it the sonic the clippers 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 yep clippers so i wonder if it's the, the nfl will be the same way if they say anything at all well roger goodell the commissioner of the nfl it seems like he hates the patriots so he should be salivating at the opportunity right now if that is the case that he wants to get robert Kraft out of there but i don't think anything's gonna happen i don't either i don't think anything's gonna happen to robert Kraft. No, probably not. I don't nope, too much money. Yeah, so eh, whatever. It was fun for it was oh, fun for most oh, of the country. Shit, sorry, are we, oh, are we oh, done talking about sports? Whoa. Well, who brought up this story anyway? <laughs> I love, the guy who brings the story to the table. Yeah. No, I know. Pulls- I just I felt bad I couldn't contribute. So I'm just sitting here to listen. I was like, hmm, sports. Yes, I know some words. I like Asian hand jobs. <laughs> he scored more scores. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sports well, ball. As somebody who is named Brady and doesn't like sports, I cannot fucking wait for Tom Brady to retire because anytime it's football season around the office, I'll hear mumble, 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 Brady. And I'm like, what? And they're like, oh, we're talking about the football. I'm like, God. <laughs> that is true, though. I got that must be annoying as all fuck. All fucking day. <laughs> I had the same thing earlier with my wife. She asked me a question. I was like, God damn it. I know the answer to this. They forgot she was talking with her friend and they wanted to know who the guy was in sex in the city i was like mr big or whatever i was like his name is john oh that's right you did know i'm like i heard it one time and that's it now that's <laughs> all we're here when i hear sex in the all city it takes a guy named john chris noth by the way is the actor um oh <laughs> well he was on law and order so i know that so yeah i don't watch sex i cannot stand sex in the city. <laughs> He was also in Doctor Who, so I I, I kind of get some geek cred for that. Uh, sure, yeah. Right. But anyway, no. Um, no, that reminds me. That, uh, that reminds me of an episode of um, uh, Big Bang Theory where uh, I think uh, I think Leonard, yeah, Leonard was talking about. Oh yeah, me and Penny sat down and watched all five seasons of Sex and the City, and, and one of the other guys goes, "Dude, you know there's six seasons." He's like, "Son of a bitch." <laughs> like, yeah, luckily, I haven't gotten roped into that one yet. Oh, me neither. That's that show's so gone. Fuck it. All right, let's move on. I want to go to Virginia. I really want to go to Virginia right now because there's a brewing company down there called Smart Mouth that is releasing a new IPA titled Saturday Morning. 
and it's made and brewed with Lucky Charmed inspired marshmallows. Jesus. 16 ounce can has 16, 6.6% alcohol by volume and is patterned with the same rainbow theme that you know and love in your cereal. You know, even as a kid, I didn't eat that cereal, so I think I'm going to pass on this beer. <laughs> I mean, I, I liked the cereal all right, but yeah, no. I think the can looks kick-ass, though. Sure. Oh, yeah, the can looks like something my six-year-old would be like, hey, can I have a drink of that? Well, that's the sure. problem. That's the problem. Kids are going to see the bright, pretty colors. and going to be like, I want that. And it's called Saturday morning. Well, not the kids nowadays understand what Saturday morning actually means, but yeah, Saturday and, morning is supposed to be for kids. And and I love it. it says magically ridiculous. <laughs> so I guess it's hearts, stars, and rainbows, clovers, and balloons, hops, barley, wheat, pain <laughs> uh. <Ain't> over <laughs> beer. It's not just for breakfast anymore. Oh man, now that's the best when you do the breakfast of champions, you know, where you use the beer as your uh you your know milk. liquid for your yeah, as your milk and then eat lucky charms with it. Well now you're just you just, it's two and one get on a whole other level. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I think this stuff is gonna probably taste like ass. Oh, sure. God damn. And don't get me wrong, if somebody gave me one to drink, I would take one sip and see what it was like, but mm-hmm. I will not spend money to try. No. No, no, most of these like crazy flavored beers, anytime I've tried them, they're fucking garbage. Like oatmeal stout and all that. Like, oh, they just taste horrible. No, I mean, if you're doing like the pumpkin ones and shit, like during, you know, mm. like Thanksgiving, Halloween time, that's fine. But we don't need any of this. Mm. Just like, let's just put random flavors together and call it a beer. Yeah. Like, no, I don't need a beer that tastes like coffee because it doesn't taste like coffee. You can put booze in your coffee. Come on now. Yeah, it's like, why do I want to put coffee in my booze? It's easier that way. Mm-hmm. All right, Brady. We got some food stories going on in Alabama. Oh, yes, we do. Down in Alabama. Uh, so a wild brawl breaks out at an Alabama buffet restaurant over crab legs. Two people were arrested. Uh, the unexpected brawl, wow, the unexpected brawl went down at Meteor Buffet in Huntsville as diners were waiting to feast on freshly boiled batch of crab legs according to multiple reports. And uh, yeah, um, there was a police officer who heard the yelling and tongues clashing uh, just as he was about to dive into his meal. So not only were they brawling, they were sword fighting using the tongs. That's just, that's just fucking great. Now I wanted to bring up another sports reference really quick. Cause I saw the headline and I wanted it to have something to do with Jameis Winston, who was arrested in college for stealing crab legs from a supermarket but apparently he was not hmm. involved. I don't know. I can imagine like fencing for crabs. <laughs> That's all I can imagine. Like, Dodge, parry, thrust, that, crabs. Is that like bobbing for apples? I, I don't know. Bobbing for crabs? Hmm. That's uh, a whole different thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like that one. I think I went, I went to a bad place. But I mean, it's an all-you-can-eat buffet. So, I mean, could you wait for them to bring more out, guys? Well, well, apparently that, that's the problem is they were waiting. <laughs> oh, poor babies. Apparently they've been waiting for the, it's in the article, they, they've been waiting here for the crab legs for a good 10, 20 minutes. When they finally came out, it was very heated, especially if someone's taking more than their fair share. <laughs> <laughs> fair share of crab legs. How many is that? I don't know. You know, 
But I guarantee you it was probably like 20 or 30 they put on their plate. They were, you know, trying to balance that plate. Mm-hmm. Dude, seriously. It's like, <laughs> I don't like crab legs. They're a pain in the ass to crack open. Oh, no, for sure. Yeah, any food that I can't just devour as I see it, it's not worth it. Exactly. I, it's too many layers there. You know, it just, just, just give me a steak. Screw, mm-hmm. screw the silverware. Just give me a steak. I'll just inhale it whole. <laughs> so I swear to God, we're having a, a pattern here with Florida stories, Brady. Yes, we are. Um, yeah. So we have another story of a man in Florida arrested for throwing something at his girlfriend food related, but this time it's not a burrito. It was a cookie. Um, yeah, so uh, he was arrested over the weekend. His girlfriend called police after he allegedly threw a cookie at her. Wade Smith, 41, was arrested Sunday after his pastry projectile left a red mark on his girlfriend's forehead, according to the police report. <laughs> <laughs> it's unclear what precipitated the flying dessert. <laughs> uh, it's, it says uh, they listed the weapon as other dangerous. Yes, other dangerous. Other dangerous. Now, first of what all, kind of dangerous. <laughs> I don't. I, what's a dangerous cookie? Uh, the oatmeal raisin ones. Why well, can no one eat those things? Oh, they're healthy. Yeah, that's why they're dangerous. That's why they're dangerous. <laughs> they're like they're they're like the fruitcake of the cookie world. <laughs> and I will say, I know I say this almost every fucking time that there is a um, mugshot, but this is my favorite mugshot because, mm-hmm. good lord. Yeah, take a look at this mugshot. This guy has like half his face is tattooed, but it almost looks like someone just so- took charcoal and just like made designs. Yeah, and it's like they're like there's nothing tying them together because like there's a spider web and then there's some like old English script and then there's like the letter B and like it's I don't I don't, I don't get I don't get what he's doing. I, if he looks like this, I, I'd love to see what the girlfriend looks like. Oh god, right. He does look like he could throw a cookie pretty hard. Sure. <laughs> he must have been in prison throwing cookies. So now the, the question is, I mean, did, do you go overhand? Do you go shot put like how, you know, or uh, um, disc it? Like, how do you how do you throw a cookie for maximum, uh, I guess, face markedness? <laughs> uh, uh, depends on side the arm it. You, well, you figure it's going to be. You can probably get a pretty good hold of and whip them at somebody. Well, mm. well you figure it's got to be kind of like a Frisbee. So, it, you know, the side part hits them because that you mm-hmm. figure that's the most force. Sure. I don't know. But I think we're starting to have Olympic sports in Florida. We have we have two burrito tossings, mm-hmm. a cookie tossing. And now we have toilet tossing because a 36-year-old Florida man is uh, now uh, being arrested for throwing a toilet through a window. Uh, the suspect, identified as Dave Tolliver, carried an old toilet to the board office and hurled the porcelain seat through the front glass of the building. Tolliver ran from the scene. However, officers located him on the corner of a different street, sitting on another old toilet. <laughs> okay, I- I'm going to go ahead and say it real quick because that's my thing. What a crappy story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So he had two toilets, first of all. So <laughs> yes, you- one went through the uh, window of the board of education in East St. Louis and the other was just on another corner. And- so, so first of all, you had to get two toilets in the same spot. I'm figuring before you could start this whole adventure. 
it, it does seem like he would have to set up both toilets in order to make this plan work to a T. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or work work to a P. Um, there it is. There, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but that's the thing. It's like, okay, toilets. Okay, toilets are not light, first of all. Mm. So <laughs> the fact that he walked down the street with a toilet, no one... No one said anything or noticed it. Well, it is. It's St. Louis. So, yeah, it was the East St. Louis. I don't think too many people are batting an eyelash at this. No. <laughs> Where do you get toilets at? <laughs> probably plenty of them in abandoned buildings around the area. Right. I guess. But I mean, like, man, how mad do you have to be to haul a toilet with you and throw it through? Like, good Lord. I've wanted to throw a toilet through a window before. I just wasn't uh, going <laughs> to. Mm take that much energy to do it <laughs> i'm too lazy to do it <laughs> i'll do it but fuck that's too lazy mm-hmm. but the, oh, if you read the story man. it says he carried an old toilet over and hurled the porcelain seat so it almost felt like he took the seat cover off or something <laughs> so you carry the whole toilet the end <laughs> i don't know carry the whole toilet dropping off and then just throw the seat <laughs> Hold on. In case he got cleared while he was doing it. Well, here's the the, so he got the toilet there. He had to take the screwdriver out, take the seat off. (laughs) You know, no. If it's not a good toilet, those things come unscrewed pretty easily while you're sitting on them. (laughs) We've all been there. I hate to say exactly. (laughs) You know, it's funny. I was like, oh yeah, I can get a screwdriver and tighten this, and you're like, yeah, fuck it, I'm not doing that. Just sit a little more still than you normally do, and you'll don't, be fine. Don't try to shake it out of there. Uh. <laughs> oh boy! Oh my god! I swear, people from Florida, even though that wasn't in Florida, people from Florida are just fucked up. Yes, mm-hmm. this one there is so much to unpack on this one. So hold on to your seats. Uh, a guy named Jared Simpson. He's learned firsthand what it means to be between a rock and a hard place. He kind of threatened to blow up a bar. Now, in and of itself, that would be a great story already. But according to investigators, and this all unfolded around 4 p.m. during the day. So he was at a bar at 4 p.m. He went into the bar. He was on crutches, ordered a Bud Light, and then offered the bartender a rock to cover his $10 tab. I'm not sure how pretty this rock was, but the bartender rejected as it uh, was not an acceptable method of payment. Then the 23-year-old tossed a torn dollar bill at the female employee and said he would pay her in other ways. Hmm. So we're throwing sexual uh, assault on this as well. Sure. Then uh, in the course of his stay, he reportedly boasted to another patron that he was shot up in the war. So apparently he's a veteran. But there was a veteran in the bar, and he inquired to this guy what branch he was in. And the 23-year-old replied, if I tell you, I have to kill you. And it keeps going. After the rock for beer barter failed, the suspect left the bar without the aid of his crutches and then returned carrying a credit card that didn't work. And he returned again later dressed in a gray suit carrying a briefcase. When another eyewitness told police they heard him speaking in tongues and it doesn't stop there. <laughs> the situation took another unexpected turn when he placed his briefcase on a booth table, opened it, then closed it and locked it before backing away from the bag while holding a cell phone and a beeper 
wherever the hell he got a beeper from. 1996. Yes. <laughs> and then he warned everyone in the bar, anyone touch this, they will die. So, of course, most of the smart people, they left. They didn't want to be around if it actually truly was a bomb or something in there. And then uh, once outside, Simpson was observed doing a handstand near a Mexican restaurant. A police officer who responded to the scene approached Simpson and asked him what was inside the briefcase left in the bar. Simpson replied with a smile, maybe a bomb or a baby. <laughs> and it doesn't stop there. <laughs> he then broke into an improvised song about he was a how he was a rainbow man and how he will not comply with law enforcement requests. He said he is his own master. I answer to myself. No police have the right to ask questions. Wow. A bomb squad was called. They examined the briefcase and determined that neither contained explosives. So when Simpson was placed in the back of the patrol car to be transported to jail, he managed to remove three screws from his handcuffs and free his arms from behind his back. This guy goes by the nickname The Geek, studied computer IT at Central Maine Community College, and has been working in landscape and snow removal. So this guy's a real jack-of-all-trades. Uh -huh. Sure. <laughs> and he was all over Facebook with weird posts, posts about his misadventures in Alabama and Tallahassee, uh, desperate pleas for cash, claiming his car and phone had been stolen. Uh, when asked by one of his concerned friends what he was on, Simpson replied, Drugs and hugs. <laughs> That's a story and a half. Oh my yeah. God. I, I can't believe I'm wow. talking at this point. <laughs> wow. Where do you start? <laughs> well, first of all, it took long enough for the police to actually detain this psycho. Mm -hmm. Yes. There was way too many instances where they could have showed up and stopped something else from happening. I think oh. they just want to see where it was going. Yeah, it seemed like he was, you know, not uh, lethal enough where they're like, well, let's let's see this play out just a little longer. But they got all these pictures from him on Facebook. This guy's such a fucking tool. Mm -hmm. Oh, there was another good one in here. Uh, he shared with his friends how one time he snuck into a Best Western to use a computer, how he performed an impromptu duet with a piano player at an exclusive Florida hotel, and how he celebrated Valentine's Day by having sex with a girl he met at Wendy's after he brought her a, bought her a frosty, <laughs> a real gentleman. I hope it was a big frosty. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> this whole thing just reads like the like when you read old like myth stories about like a trickster god. Like <laughs> yeah. that's what this like. Holy shit! It just keeps going. <laughs> it just gets more and more unbelievable too. That's the best part about mm -hmm. it. Oh yeah. Oh, he's a <laughs> landscaper, a singer, a <laughs> IT guy. I mean, who wouldn't want to get a piece of this? And apparently he has a bomb or a baby in his suitcase. You never know. Yeah. Did we ever find out? I don't remember seeing what was actually in there. It just didn't. It doesn't say. Explosives. It just says that they, they determined it was no explosives. So it's probably a baby what then, I guess. a baby? <laughs> it's just a baby, guys. We're safe. Everything's fine. Yep. Oh, oh, oh my god that's like 10 oh, stories in one I, i've never heard that many stories put together into one story it's no, crazy what the fuck speaking I of mean, what the can, fuck yeah we can move along to another gentleman 
<laughs> a 29-year-old man was convicted Wednesday of sneaking into the home of a Seal Beach woman to sucker toes and exposing himself to a jail guard and a woman in separate incidents. So he's uh, real romantic as well. Uh, he was convicted, convicted of one felony burglary count and three misdemeanors, one count of peeking into an inhabited building and two counts of indecent exposure. This guy, he, he doesn't look too out of the ordinary, but uh, yeah, the jurors were deadlocked on a felony count of assault, but that count was dismissed by prosecutors. So didn't have to uh, worry about that count of assault. Uh, it says on October 15th, 2017, Parkhurst exposed himself to a woman who was walking her dog in Seal Beach, remarking to her, nice dog, before adding, I'm walking mine too, according to their <laughs> Ow. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, Chihuahua. And what was it? The very next day, he was peeking through a mail slot in the same city two days after he passed by the residence and remarked that the resident's girlfriend was attractive. While he was in custody that day, a guard at the Seal Beach jail caught him touching himself while staring at her. <laughs> Mr. Parkhurst developed a delusion that he was a Zeus-like god who was sent down from the stars to seduce women. I mean, sure. <laughs> Read the stories of Zeus. Yeah, that, that's about right. Yeah, because when I'm in jail, I like to masturbate and look at women at the same time. <laughs> I, I don't think there's enough women in the jail that you would be going to to have that possibility. I, I I was already scared off at the sucking the toes thing. Oh yeah. Mmm, jam. But good uh, lord, you gotta gotta love that icebreaker. Nice dog I'm walking by. <laughs> You know, there is a little bit of sadness. I, I feel bad for the guy a little bit because uh, at the time he was homeless because his girlfriend had died and he lost the home they were living in. He stopped taking his medicine for schizophrenia and he began hearing voices emanating from his television telling him to do things. So it's not his fault. <laughs> it's not his fault. <laughs> schizophrenia never would have guessed. No, right. no, never. Oh my god, I, I love the walking the dog thing. I think I'm going to use that. Hey, how <laughs> that's a great pickup line. Walking mine too. <laughs> Woohoo! Walking mine too. <laughs> I got to put a muzzle on mine. <laughs> got a short leash, but <laughs> down, boy, down. <laughs> uh, all right. I think we should do some lady talk right now. A little bit of lady talk. So let's talk about 26-year-old Dimitri Nix from California. She went viral on Instagram because she's talking about women's periods. And how is she doing this? By smearing her own menstrual blood on her face. Of course. And other body parts. There are pictures here, and this is just the most disturbing thing I have ever seen. She's going to do this every month until people are no longer shocked by it. She will do it until little girls stop being taught that the natural functions of the body are disgusting and unclean. Well, they are unclean. You should yeah, them. Yeah. So she's basically going to keep doing this forever, it seems like, because I don't know. What, what purpose is this? Just to get more hits on your fucking Instagram page? I guess. She got her 15 minutes, it looks like. so. Well, she's definitely got to be single because I don't think a guy's going to go near her again. I, I like the... Uh... The one picture where she wrote shameless on her leg in the blood. 
I think the uh, the actual show on uh, what is it Showtime? I mm-hmm. think I think they should use this as their promo. Oh, out. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, let's. <sighs> now, I could just imagine what her bathroom smells like now. Oh God! Just saying. <sighs> You're married, John. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. I live in a house full of girls, so it's something that I will have to deal with forever and ever and ever. But at least you I I was going to walk out when this story. (laughs) You purposely you purposely did not pick this story as one of your stories. Yes, I (laughs) I did not submit it and I still couldn't get away from it. Well, who really wants (laughs) <laughs> oh my god I just what the fuck is wrong with people I, I, I don't know how do you so think again, that- I didn't read this whole article but just scrolling past was she like writing some like poetry or something like yeah so it's like basically uh, she's been putting these um, captions of like you know oh this is what I've been going through there is one part though that I do want to point out that I noticed as I was scrolling through was the idea isn't to get everyone to put blood on their face, though wow, does it make your skin glow? <laughs> the glow of El Diablo. <laughs> Yeek. Yeah, she has a six week one on one coaching program for women. That's coaching. I don't know we had to put blood on your face, a big disgrace. <sighs> Come on. Sorry, that took me a second, but yeah. yeah. I stopped. I didn't keep going with the song. I'm like, you didn't have that one queued up too? Come on. I should have. I should have queued that one up. All this time you were ready before. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) But, but, you know, first of all, it's like, it's not going to make people change their thoughts on periods. You just, I mean, you either think it's disgusting or normal. That's right. the only two options. Right. I mean, women understand it's most women understand it's normal. Most men think it's not. That's that's disgusting. It's just <laughs> it's a red letter day. It's time to stay away from the woman. Yes. Ugh. All right. So the last story of the night. I don't even know how I'm gonna approach this story. It's, I'm scared. I was gonna say this is this is a fucking yeah. segue. Good luck. Brady and I are gonna stand back and watch what happens. So uh, this is an article from GQ that I actually found on Facebook. And I'm just going to read a little bit of it verbatim here. When Brandon was in his early 20s and studying abroad, he went on a trip to Israel with his friends to hike in the Judean caves. At a certain point, they reached a part of the cave that was pitch black. It didn't take long for someone to suggest we all jerk off in the darkness. <laughs> and so we did. After they finished, they zipped themselves up and proceeded to continue meandering through the caves as if nothing happened. They never spoke of it again. Brandon self-identifies as straight. He has never masturbated in front of another man, let alone a group of other men before in his life. Yet he says in retrospect, the weirdest thing about the incident was not how weird it seemed at the time. It was tame, fratty, kind of lame. (laughs) According to Dr. Jane Ward, it's common for teenage boys to masturbate together. Really? Or to instruct one. Yeah, exactly. Or to instruct one another on how to do it. Uh, No. No, no. Men are willing to openly express their experiences with a certain measure of fondness, even nostalgia. It's a rite of passage 
an essential part of teenage male bonding ritual? You notice these are all questions now I'm making. Yeah, right. <laughs> There's a place in Seattle called Rain City Jacks, which is a jack-off club for men who wish to, per the website, jack off openly and safely in a uniquely positive, <laughs> non-discriminating, and mutually respective community. Mutually respected, yeah. <laughs> The quote on here, one of the terms I hear a lot is that this is the ultimate form of male bonding. Uh, no. <laughs> you can sometimes tell a guy is straight because he's not interested in kissing another guy. It's easy for him to focus on the penis, but not to be physically affectionate. Fuck. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my God. Fuck. <laughs> I don't understand this. <laughs> I'm going to start another podcast called Rain City Jacks and see if people can figure out what it's going to be about. I, I'm really sorry about that very loud barking laugh there, but I read a little further down uh -oh. and it's saying the 10% figure Rosenberg reports also squares with data from Bait World, a Bait. website featuring men uploading jack-off clips that has been referred to as Facebook for masturbators or, you know, Facebook. Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, make it stop. So There's sorry. your title. Facebook for Master. Yeah, that is not the title of this oh. episode. <laughs> this is the funniest story I have ever read. This is the longest article, too. It I'm is. Like, I can't even get through it. I mean, that's why I'm like, I just had to read some of it. I'm like, it's just okay. Now, how many men do you know? have masturbated with other men exactly you know the best part about this at the very very end it says some names have been changed to protect subjects privacy <laughs> but they're proud that they go to these places it's like right oh I <laughs> all right i'm better now sorry <laughs> A club where you can jack off with other guys? Now, does it have a room in the back that looks like a pitch dark cave? <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, so you go in a dark room and jerk off with other guys that are jerking off with you that you don't see? I'm like, what? <laughs> Sorry, part of the article, it says that the distinction between the communal experience of a jack off club I can't get over that. Uh, and say going to a strip club and getting a lap dance at the same time as your friend or having sex in the same room as your male roommate during college. Yes, presumably there are women present in these scenarios. Presumably. <laughs> oh, no shit. Now, there's a big oh, difference God. between the jack-off club and the strip club. is because one, you can get off. And the other, you're not supposed to, or you'll get kicked out. <laughs> I'd rather go to the one where I'm not supposed to. Yes. Thank you. I think in both places, though, there's no sex in the champagne room, right? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'd rather have an erection from a woman. Sure. Near the end here, they talk about jack-off clubs are catering to a, a diverse, younger, and more sexually open clientele. The younger the guys are, the more open they are. The younger generation is so comfortable with gay people, they'll play with another guy even though they prefer women. That's not what have that you, means. Have you guys seen that Netflix documentary about the uh, girl who got kidnapped? 
uh, she got kidnapped twice by the same guy and the, her dad is talking and this the guy that kidnapped him like seduced both the man and the woman the fa- mother and father of this girl and the guy was talking he's like and he said he was hard and he just needed release and so i i reached over and i i jerked him off and i was like what the fuck what where did that why did you why <laughs> i i I I had to stop the documentary and send my friend a text because he was the one. You got to watch this. I was like, "This is the part you wanted me to see, wasn't it?" You son. <laughs> I know one thing. If someone ever asked me to get a club membership somewhere, I'm going to say no from now on. Uh, oh my god! Some, some kind of pyramid scheme where you have to get other people to join. <laughs> <laughs> So, so for everyone you get to join, you get ten, you get ten percent of their semen collection. I guess I don't know. How that works. I'm, I'm sorry, I found another line I have to share real quick. Is the, the same c- one I just saw. The circle had every shape and size: big, small, round, thin, hairy, and smooth. <laughs> Somehow in that circle, his triggers went away. You could see they were accepting of him and not out to get them. <laughs> yes, you beat me to that one, Brady. I was waiting to get that one. <laughs> God, this article's a gold mine. I know. We could have done a whole episode. Just wow. the term jack off claw. I'm never going to get over that. That's just a thing. I'm never Googling that. that. Yeah, I was gonna say I want to Google it just to see if there are any anywhere around here, but I don't want to know. <laughs> I want to know if any other have like brilliant names like Rain City Jacks. <laughs> I think I'll Google Dallas Fort Worth Jackoff Club and see what pops up. Oh, <laughs> hey, that's my neighbor's house. Let's <laughs> say, wait, there's a lot of pins on the. Oh no. <laughs> 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 Jack off clubs. <laughs> you have Mardi Gras themed events too. If you're into that, <laughs> that's, that's it in the story. My God. <laughs> oh my god! I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh, what is this? And while some might argue that a group of dudes masturbating on drop cloth covered furniture doesn't exactly constitute an emotional connection, taking an act that is as solitary and intimate and so traditionally laden with shame as masturbation and making it communal can be transformative. No, it can't. <laughs> the furniture is covered in canvas and volunteers hand out small plastic cups of lube to guests. <laughs> we try to be environmentally responsible, but people want their own clean lube. You think? So instead of the strip club and the little plastic shot glasses, you have glasses of lube. Hey, can I get some of the lube off your cock, please? <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Dude, jack up clubs weren't much different than guys popping the hood and comparing engines oh yeah exactly <laughs> what I was thinking <laughs> people feel stronger in a group doing it with a bunch of other guys may 
make a shy per- man permission to be his own wild self and enjoy the pleasure of masturbation. No. No. <laughs> no. No matter where I'm masturbating, I am going to be in the same position, not looking at anybody. Not, no. Uh-uh. no. No. No wildness. <laughs> no men. No. No. I don't think I want to masturbate anymore. This is a good argument against it. Yes. Hey, scared straight. <laughs> More ways than one. Whoa. Oh, here's another good, good <laughs> quote. There's never been anything particularly violent, but there can be awkward moments between guys. You think? <laughs> People always feel stronger in a group. <laughs> It's herd immunity. That's what it is. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Like, oh, I don't know. I think we have to end the show. Yeah. <laughs> For our own sake, John Eddie, where are you online? Uh, I don't know if I want anybody to know anymore. That's <laughs> John Eddie Jackoff Club dot com. Oh. <laughs> That is not the fantasy fuel that I. That's your fantasy now, buddy. Uh, If you must know, I am on Twitter at fantasy fuel and you can listen to my fantasy football podcast, wherever podcasts are. Now I bet you, if we go on Twitter and our suggestions for tweet Twitter accounts to follow, there'll be Jack off clubs showing up. Oh, it's gotta be. be. My fucking phone is listening. So I don't even want to look up anyone with the name Jack. Just I'm afraid. (laughs) If I do, it's going to be Jack the Ripper, and hopefully that'll clean out anything else. Oh, I'm, I'm just avoiding it at all costs. Brady Hendricks, where can we find you online? I'm on Twitter at Brady Hendricks 9 and uh, check out my other pod- podcast, The City Within the Walls. We actually just posted the second episode today. About fucking time, Josh. Yay. <laughs> I harassed the shit out of him for the last two weeks. I even harassed him yesterday. I'm like, what's well, tomorrow's March? <laughs> Yeah, then when he asked you what you thought of it, you're like, oh, I haven't listened to it yet. I didn't download it. <laughs> I, I didn't download it yet. I, and I, it's funny, as I'm sitting here at like seven o'clock tonight, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, let me go update my feed. There it is. Yeah. No, I haven't listened to it yet. But hopefully tonight <laughs> or tomorrow morning. He will get a response by noon tomorrow. I guarantee you. It's 21 minutes. I can do the episode easily. And if we're here next week, check us out at saveproductions.com slash average Joe Show. That's where the that's the website. Our email, if you want to talk to us. If you don't want to talk to us, we don't care either because we're afraid we're going to be on remote at a uh, certain club in the area. Yeah, we will not make eye contact with you. It's Average Joe Show at SayProductions.com or the voicemail 774-372-9487-7432. Say it. if you want to watch us lose our shit, it's Friday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern, 1 a.m. UTC. Website is SayProductions.com slash YouTube. Well, that's it for this week's episode, my friends. Until next time, have a good one. 